0: N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course S-G-R This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call
1: me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and
0: umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas
2: Welcome back. This is episode three hundred and nineteen of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host Christian, and this week we're joined by the Don, the boss of NYY News TV, Pete Simonetti. Pete, what's up, man? Yo, isn't that
0: and, what? That's what. Chris, that's what Chris does, right? Does he yeah. Do, is unfortunately, do it at the beginning of the show, too, or no? Uh, I
2: don't know what he does. I don't okay. gotta pay right. attention we'll to take him, it. We'll take it. and. Uh, I think we're looking at a empty chair over there, aren't we? the
0: hell what what the hell is going on there?
2: Oh not own to me uh unfortunately uh, <laughs> Ryan is running a little late today, and uh Chris uh is not joining us this week It's uh typhoid fever running through his house again All right whatever's little, going on fevers okay yeah whatever's running on in Ohio there may be a little a little. Stuff going on over there. You never know little, little hey.
0: chemicals going on, a little chemical action going on over there. Okay.
2: but uh Unfortunately, Chris is dealing with a couple of sick kids. We hope that the kids are feeling better. He couldn't join us this week. I don't know where the hell Ryan is. We teased this last week. Ryan is always like, Oh, I'm never there when you guys have guardian. And we gave him an entire week to prepare for this. He's he's, he's, still, he's late. I don't know if Ryan's upset, still crying about the Eagles losing a Super Bowl last night, but we can't that. keep Yeah, it could be that, but we can't keep him waiting any longer. Uh it's the return of the Guardi report. Guardi,
3: what's up, bro? Oh hey guys, what's going on? How are we doing today, Wait, guys?
0: This is unbelievable.
3: Who's that? Is that Chris? Your voice changed, Chris.
0: No no, this is Pete.
3: Oh, Pete Simonetti, how you doing, Pete? I'm doing, doing a great good, job Gardie. with that channel. I've been following it. I've had a lot of downtime, so I've been able to to, to check out NYY <laughs> News TV and uh you're you're doing some good stuff over there. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: No problem, Gardy. Uh this is amazing. well you said that you are you have a lot of downtime
3: and you've been watching
2: the channel. So last week we wanted to get your take on this. Uh when you agreed to be on the show this week. Last week we had the Yankees Championship draft. Uh, you know, Chris, myself, and SGR drafted teams from the Yankees' last five world champions. Uh, right. You, for the longest time, Garda, you were the last connection to that 09 championship team. You were drafted with the 27th right, overall man. pick, uh, you know, and that was the Yankees' 27th World Series championship what are your thoughts on that and being drafted in that position by, so, by the Falcons?
3: I mean not a terrible position, but what are what are some names that uh were, were chosen before me?
2: Uh I think um
3: Like not like Cody Ransom or some somebody no, like that, right? Um,
2: I think, you know, like a Ricky Leday, maybe uh, one oh, ahead right. of you.
3: Well, Little Lede, you know, yeah. That's uh it's a bit dis- disrespectful and disappointing <laughs> to to say the least. I should have been at least top twenty five guys.
2: So, Gardy, how are things down in Holly Hill, South Carolina oh, these man,
3: days? Holly Hill's been great. You know, I've just been keeping busy, trying trying my best. Uh, you know, I had the Brett jet for a while. We moved on to the Guardy Party bus. But, you know, too much downtime means I'm not really having any source of income. I have had to trade in the Guardy Party bus, and now I'm just kind of driving. I got, I still have my sports cars. I still have my sports cars. I got the Corvette, which I call the Corbrette. <laughs> and I still, I still do have my my the keys to my Lamborghini, which we call in Holly Hill, we call that the Lamborghini. You hear it coming, to my <laughs> what?
2: Already, one of these days, man. You've been coming on the show now, going right. for five years. We still yeah. can't get you on the same time as SGR. Can we? Before the season starts, can we get you on again? This way, we could have you sure. with SGR.
3: Yeah, no, I definitely. You know, I've been I trying to meet this you guys guy. Chat. For five years now, and we just can't seem to to connect and and find the time for one another. But yeah, I would love to be here for SGR SGR if you're listening. Uh, you know, reach out and we could uh, set something up for for the future.
2: Guardy, right, I have one. I have one last thing to
3: ask uh, right. uh, here.
2: Um, you know, the Yankees are reporting the camp this week. Uh, you did not play last year. I want to get your thoughts on the fact that Aaron Hicks is still in left field and the Yankees won't return your phone calls.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean, look, it's, it's definitely a, a pill that I got to swallow and it's, and it's not, it's not a soft pill guys. It is certainly a hard, it's a hard pill. It's a hard pill to swallow. And, uh, you know, not, not, not I could do. I'm just trying to rekindle my relationship with Garrett Cole. I've been reaching out to him trying to, you know, make up for the whole spider tag locker room incident that, you know, he still won't return my calls and, uh, that's kind of priority one when it comes to the yankee organization rekindling that and uh you know maybe from there we'll see if 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 there's more calls to be made you don't want to take a shot at aaron hicks uh you know it's it's tough it's tough i I don't want to you know say anything that's gonna you know you're gonna quote me on because that's uh you know that's not something that you know today's today's climate is the greatest idea and uh you know, it's got to do with some in my best interest. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh-huh. Derek Cole, if you're listening. And, uh, you know, just we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it one day at a time. Here, uh, you, know, uh,
2: you know, it's smart, Gardy, not burning any bridges, you know, because the Yankees right. are they are a needle of a left fielder. And I mean, and, and you know I,
3: what, too, I, I'm looking at I, I'm looking at this Jeets deal with Fox Sports and who knows, maybe if the if if the field's not in my cards, who knows, maybe I'll be in the booth with Jeets.
2: OK, OK, before we let Guardy go, man, you might not have another opportunity to speak to him. Uh, do you have anything you want to ask
0: Guardy? You know, I got some. I, I got to ask him this question here: right. Is is the whole Garrett Cole incident the reason why you're not the left fielder right now? Is this accurate?
3: You know, that's that is uh, maybe a fair assumption to be made. Um, I think you know, like I this said. Is big. Yeah, no, it's definitely something that, you know, you can't cross that bridge until you you, you get through the detour. And right now that detour is uh, my relationship with Yankees ace starting pitcher Garrett Cole.
0: What was the Lamborghini called again, Gardy?
3: The Lamborghini. Okay. <laughs> do you, Guardy? Do you do you use the
2: the Lamborghini uh, when you pick up Applebee's for uh, on your DoorDash deliveries?
3: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go right on car side to go. So, and I I don't even have to call them. They just they hear. I'll, I'll beat my horn. It's it's um you know my uh, signature John Sterling call. I got it customized. Oh wow! There, and then yeah, it just pops right up. So well, they, they they know.
2: Gardy, we thank you, man. We appreciate you spending a few awesome. minutes
3: uh with us before before spring training starts got anything uh,
2: you want to say to the fans uh before you go
3: yeah just just be on the lookout you know i'm 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 working closely with my friend Cessa. these next couple of weeks we are kind of sitting down he's he's kind of been sort of like a therapist to me lately <laughs> trying to kind of just get my, my my bearings in order so just be on the lookout for some some quality uh content nice Nice. Oh
2: wow, we can't wait to hear uh, any uh conversations you might have with Mike. That, yeah, that we might be... even
3: who knows, we might even drop a pod. We might be uh your competition in a couple weeks. Who knows? Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. All right, well, you can Gardie... quote me on that.
2: All right, Guardy, Stay uh <laughs> stay safe out there on Holly Hill, all right? All right, guys. Take it easy, Pete. All right. Thank,
0: thank you, Brett. All right, that Bye was, well, guys.
2: All right. That, was the... that was the Guardy report,
0: man. I haven't talked to Guardy in a while. I don't I've know never what... talked to him before.
2: Yeah, interesting fellow, right?
0: He is. I love the idea that. Uh, well, the Lamborghini is is quite amazing, and then also the Brett Jet. I mean, I don't know if we got any pictures of that. Did, did anybody ever get a picture of the Brett Jet?
2: You know, he used to park it right outside of Chris's house when uh, we recorded, but we never thought wow. to ever take a picture of it. So it's like one of those. Who would things, ever man? think that
0: Guardi would be a superhero? <laughs> Look at this. I'm um, again. What's up, guys? Ryan.
2: Sorry, man. I'm just. I'm really
1: upset, and it's been tough to even sit down.
2: Do you know what time it is?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. 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 That's what got me through the day. The guardy time for the guardie report.
2: Uh, guardy just left.
0: This is unbelievable. I mean, we Ryan. can never get. It's unbelievable. I thought we'd figure this stuff out. We'll right, we
2: give you an this. entire week, Brian. I know, an but you know week.
1: how
0: I am with football. It's tough.
1: It's it's hard. You know for me what? To after, get my an in, Super in order. after an
2: eagle after an Eagles Super Bowl loss, the fact that you're even here is right. uh, you, you deserve an accommodation for that. So, yeah, thank so, you. Do you,
0: do you me, know, right? Do you know that Gardy has a Lamborghini?
2: Yeah, the
1: Lamborghini. The
0: Lamborghini. You knew that already.
1: Yeah, he we yeah oh, okay. I've I've, I've uh, seen I think he, he well he used to pull up to the podcast in the Brett jet, but he doesn't have that anymore.
2: No,
0: no, he got rid of that. Right.
2: Times right, are no. tough, man. He's not the yeah. left fielder anymore, so inflation's right. odd out there, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It, it, think about it, it, filling it up helped.
0: the budget. jet. I mean, that's, that that got to be costly. A lot of money.
2: So the Yankees are reporting to camp this week. Uh Players that are uh, participating in WBC actually reported today. So the Yankees got a little bit of a bad news Uh that Nestor Cortez. Well, I don't think he should have ever went in the first place. So I'm okay with it but not the reason why uh it's revealed that Nestor cortez has a grade two hamstring strain so he's staying home from the uh, wbc uh you know we haven't even officially begun spring training yet and the yankees are already uh down to starting pitchers now this is something we spoke about a couple weeks ago about them needing depth in the organization uh the list of non-roster invitees doesn't Uh, Excite anybody somebody was mentioning names like uh, Michael Waka and Dylan Bundy that maybe the Yankees can bring in okay I mean how big let's start here how big of a loss is it for the Yankees if this Nestor Cortez thing carries into the uh, regular season here.
0: Uh, I, I would say, I mean, <clears throat> if it does carry in, I mean, it's happening early. So it's happening right before mm-hmm. a couple of days before they actually report. But if this is something that stays around and they go into the season with this, I mean, that's two of their starters out. Thankfully, again, they got Carlos Rodon. Um, look, it's not an arm thing. I mean, I, th- I think for me, that's the, that, that's, that's the, um, the biggest takeaway from this. It, it's a great two hammy injury, which, which is bad. Uh, grade two is is significantly high. It's higher than one. Uh, you know, one, two, got right. yeah, two. Is All one. right, one. So so, that, that's then, a breakthrough. Then, then you
3: have three. Okay. <laughs> you have
0: three right after that, so that's a breakthrough. Uh, but if it does, <laughs> if it does go that far, I mean, you're right, Christian. You brought this up a lot of uh, that they don't have depth and they need that because if he is out, I mean, you've got to rely on those top three guys, and that's really it. Who the hell? I mean, you got Domingo Herman, but. You know, what else What else is really there if more things happen during spring training? They haven't even but, started yet, and, and they got two guys down.
2: You know, after Rodon was signed, and you looked at the starting rotation, and you said to yourselves, you know, this is maybe the best starting rotation in the American League. You know, Houston's mm-hmm. up there, obviously, but you put the Yankees in the conversation. You know, as much as I like to refer to him as bum-ass Frankie Montas— him as your number five is a very it's a very attractive number five mm-hmm. because he yeah. has that ceiling where most number fives don't have. Yeah. You know, now you take him out of the mix, you slot in Domingo Herman, who is more of a quote unquote number five type guy. It's not as sexy, maybe, but it's still a pretty solid rotation. You know, you you have two of the best pitchers in baseball heading up that rotation, and then Luis Severino, who went healthy. You know this guy's. He is. He's got some of the nastiest stuff. He is one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's healthy. And then Nestor Cortez performed like it over the last two years. So you're still looking at a one through four that is very. It's, it's elite. Let's be fair about it. It's. It's not Yankee homerism. That's a one through four. That's pretty elite, right there. Yeah. All right. Now you're looking at it with Nestor Cortez is, is could be missing time. You know, and I know a lot of people want to be like. Uh, Well, it's just that the Yankees didn't want to send him to WBC, which I agree with. I don't think he should have been sent to the WBC just based on the fact of he finished the postseason injured. They had to pull him from that game because he was hurt. Mm. He hit an innings. He hit a high water market innings where the Yankees had to make up an injury for him last year to Mm. to IL him. So he doesn't really – he shouldn't have had to have done that in the first place. So we all know the Yankees are not afraid to tell guys no. They told Seve no. So they could have told Nestor no. So there's something there. It's not just a. There's something there. Whether the severity of it, we can discuss. But there's something there. So now you're a little. You know, are you worried about durability issues with Nestor Cortez? Finish the finish the season with an injury. We're starting the season with an injury now.
1: Well, the good thing is that it's the it's the hamstring. It's not the arm. But
2: they're very you know they're very tricky now. And he's had he's having lower half issues now. You know, so is this something that we we're going to be looking at going forward, where we can't rely on him to yeah. to make twenty five thirty starts throughout the course of the year?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think, um, you know, there, there's got to be something about the durability here, just because he's not a guy like a Garrett Cole who has multiple years under his belt with a lot of innings and kind of been there and done that, been through the grinder. He hasn't done that, um, but for me. Um, I I I know it sounds silly, but I much, like like Ryan said, I'd much rather it be a hammy than be something with the left arm, elbow, shoulder. I do think, too, I think maybe, you know, the, the Yankees, I'm not saying that they're lying about the injury. I'm not saying that there is no injury at all. I just wonder if this has anything to do with the Frankie Monsa situation. Uh, with knowing, I know I, I put out the information that I'm told he's going to miss the year, that he's going to have so- shoulder surgery again. It's a very Yankee thing to do. We've seen the Yankees do this. It's not new. That maybe they're just saying, "Hey, look, we know we gave you to go to pitch for USA, but knowing this, we can't take any chances here. We need you here. We need to monitor you here. We don't want anything like that to happen." So we'll see. We'll we'll see if um if that has anything to do with it. Um, I don't know if they would just come out and that like it's a grade two, but I just I wonder if there's a little more to the story that we're not getting. We know the Yankees like to sugarcoat or, or, or baloney us when it comes to injury. So this could be one of two things. It could be something where, like a Severino last year, where he was mad he wanted the 60-day IL. He felt he didn't need to. Or it could be something like a uh, judge a few years back, three weeks, ends up being two months. Mm. So who knows? We don't really know with this team.
2: It's just, it's concerning now, right? Because there, there's obviously, there's something there's Something here, in my opinion, I don't think this is the Yankees just simply not wanting him to do something. I think the Yankees saw it, Maybe they could be being extremely cautious, right? That's that's completely in the realm of possibility. It's just that you know, we can't even get everybody in camp here before things start falling apart already.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. it's
2: it's like it's like uh, you know, it's the same, it's a different chapter in the same book here where it's like every year. The Yankees, it's something that goes awry before the season even starts. Like, you know, again, this could all completely be nothing and Nestor could be ready to go on opening day or, you know, make make the fourth start of the year or whatever the Yankees are gonna have to do. But it's just it's just one of these things that are swirling around this team that they don't can the Yankees win the can can the Yankees win the AL East without Nestor Cortez, you know, being healthy all year. Probably. I think it's fair to say. I, I'm a little higher on the Yankees this season than I was last year. Oh, when yeah. I thought they were gonna be a fourth place team because I've seen the division now. I've seen how this division is. Baltimore will be better. You know, I don't like I don't think Boston will be very good. Let's be honest. I don't think they'll be very good. Toronto is what Toronto is. Toronto will give the Yankees fits, but I don't think they do you think Toronto's close seven games on the Yankees? I don't think so.
0: No, I think, I think they've improved. I don't think they're... <clears throat> I, would, I would say they've improved. I think they've improved to a degree where it's kind of like, I just see them passing the Yankees. Not really. The other thing, too, we got to remember is that the scheduling is different this year. So the Yankees are going to be playing a lot of the bad teams in the National League also.
2: Right. And then you got the Rays, who they'll, they'll always be around, but they're not a threat to the Yankees. Let's be, you know, let's be a little bit fair about it. So I might be higher on the Yankees coming into the season than I was last year, but... This is still a team that they don't have a lot of margin for error in terms of of what the ultimate goal here is, and I don't want to yell and scream about Brian Cashman anymore. But whether Brian Cashman thinks that they had a hell of a run at it last year or not is irrelevant to me because they didn't. This team needs to go to a World. They need to at least go to a World Series this year. They don't have a lot of margin for error for that, so they need to be the top team in the American League. They need to have all the advantages. That they could possibly have going into the postseason because let's face it, they're not better than the Houston Astros. So whatever little advantage they can get along the way, whether that be home field advantage and a A potentially ALCS is what they need to be focusing on. So, you know, yeah, can they win the AL East without Nestor? Sure. But can they get to their ultimate goal without Nestor? That's a completely different mm-hmm. story. And the Yankees aren't going to go out there and make any type of groundbreaking moves right now, as we've seen, because you know they still got a you know they still got a sack of shit uh, shit in Aaron Hicks uh, potentially being the left fielder. So you know that's what worries me is that you know even if it's a game here, game there, the Yankees can win the division by five, six games. It's like oh, it's comfortable division win, but they can still finish 10 games behind the Astros and then, you know, yeah. face, that, face that disadvantage again coming into the postseason.
0: Yeah, very true. Um, you know, like you said before, the good thing, the good thing is <clears throat> hopefully there's there's enough time still. And I hate saying that because mm. I kind of feel like we're letting Brian Cashman off the hook when I say that. It's like, you, you had all this time. You've had all this time to anticipate this stuff. Look, when the Yankees were healthy and we didn't even hear about Frankie Montas, I still think it was a good idea to add to that depth in the starting pitch and rota- in, in the rotation. They'd never done that. They kind of sat back and just said, all right, well, uh, we've already known about the injuries this guy's had. We knew he was even trying to come back from one of the postseason. We knew there was a chance that he needed more and more time in the offseason. Uh, and again, they know more than we do. And they still haven't pulled the trigger to go out there and try to add another arm to the rotation. You can't sit there and tell me there's no trades at all available, that there's nothing the Yankees could do to, to add more arms to this team. I just don't believe it. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: No, there's, I, definitely, there's definitely some names out there that they could look into. But, you know, who knows? Like, Michael Waka is definitely one. You got Mike Miners, another guy they can look into.
2: Look, those are not – we call these we, – we've been using the term needle guys. These are not needle guys. They're not going to move to needle. Mm-hmm. But these are guys that can come in and make five, six, seven, eight, nine starts or whatever it is in – you know, they'll be a lot more competent at it than Chi Chi Rodriguez or whatever the frig his name was that we were talking about last week. Gonzalez. Yeah. Chichi, Gonzalez, Chichi, Gonzo.
0: Yeah. Chichi Gonzo. Chichi Gonzo. Yeah.
2: The Yankees, that's what the problem is. The Yankees one through five looks really nice, but okay, six is Herman. That's you know, who's got a six starter as good as Domingo Herman? Not many teams, but what's after that?
0: Yeah. Clark Schmidt, you don't know because the Yankees don't know what the hell they want to do with him. Right. You know, is is the guy it's kinda of odd because They drafted him knowing he needed surgery, and they felt that once he got it and he was able to pitch on a regular basis, he'd fly through the system as a starter. And then the Yankees like, no, we'll put you in the pen. And now, if he made some starts last year, multiple starts, enough where you're like, I think he made one, right? I think he made one only last year, yeah. And if it's the case when you're looking at him, you go, all right, well, he's a starter they've looked at for many years now, and they wanted him in there. But it's kind of hard to look at him as that right now. Because the Yankees don't even know what they want to do with him.
2: No, he's a middle reliever now. That's all he is. Like, the Yankees, this is what the Yankees do. This is why when you look at the the some of these starting pitchers that come, that are coming through the system, you have no faith in any of them because of the way the Yankees use them. Like, you know, they, they, they did this with, um, who the hell am I thinking of? I can't think of the guy's name right now. But they've done this before where these guys are starters. They have a need in the bullpen. You know, they use them here, there, there, and then they, they just don't develop as starting pitchers, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: So that's what they – Clark Schmidt, and he's not a prospect anymore. Clark Schmidt is what, no. going on in his age 28 season? 20,
0: yeah, he's getting up there. I think he's I so, think it's maybe 26 or 27, somewhere around there. But, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely getting up there.
2: In terms of being, a, you know, a young player in major league, he's not anymore. You know, no. Clark Schmidt is pretty much what he is. He's a guy that can go out there and maybe give you an inning or two here or there but as far as being a starter i think that ship has sailed on clark schmidt you know yeah. and what are the yankees going you know the yankees can sit there and try to stretch him out in in the in the um michael king was the other guy i was thinking of so michael oh, king yeah. is, a, is, is supposed to be a starter now granted that's kind of worked out for the yankees cuz michael king is pretty devastating in the bullpen but that's yeah. another situation where the yankees didn't really stick to the plan with a guy being a starter they converted him to a reliever you know
1: yeah. and clark you remember, schmidt- too.
0: Oh go ahead. Oh, go ahead
1: uh, Clark Schmidt made three starts last year and they he didn't, didn't go really he didn't go over four and a third in Iowa. Oh, of them. of I he can't went even three remember three against other two. Tampa uh June sixteenth. then uh August he went four and against a third against A's. Oakland, yes. And then the the following start in the rotation uh in, First week of September against the Rays, again, four and a third inning.
2: So he stayed in the oh. rotation twice through than that? I didn't so remember it was the end that. of the
0: year I remember that. I do remember That's I when remember Montas got injured, game. I think, wasn't it?
2: Probably. I mean, yeah, I, think, yeah,
0: I, I mean, think it was when Montas went back on the I.L. and he took it over and he and went then, from there. But and then
1: let's see what, what he did September 8th. I'm trying to see that following week. I don't see what he pitched. He pitched three innings five days later, but I don't think he, he didn't start that game.
2: Yeah, I mean, if the Yankees are trying to sell you that Clark Schmidt is going to take a spot in this rotation, it's, it's, yeah, I'm not buying it.
0: We got two super chats to get to real quick. Our guy, Big Sexy Yankee. Yo, also known it. as BSY. Okay. I, I nicknamed him because, you know, he's a, he's a guy and I'm kind of getting tired of calling him sexy, but he's a, he must be a pretty sexy guy out there. Oh, uh, okay. He says,
1: <laughs> big, big, big.
0: Cortez out means now we ask for a starting pitcher besides for a left fielder in any trade. Preferably, which is never going to happen, but the D-backs for Pete's favorite, uh, McCarthy and Zach Gallen. We are not getting either one of those guys at this point, to to be quite honest. Especially not Zach Gallen, who's turned into one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. And then from our good friend, Ra Thompson, Uh who says, I don't want to be negative Nelly. Negative Nelly, Okay. But we deal with this every year. Just improper yeah. roster planning. Schmidt should be ready to give them 150 plus, but they failed again to prepare a starter for the season. You're not wrong about that, Raw. You're not no. wrong about that, um. I guess the other guy that we're missing that uh, we're kind of like hopefully he recovers from his injury is Luis Hill. Luis Hill mm-hmm. apparently is fully recovered and should be ready in spring, but is he another guy again that you're expecting the Yankees to go well? He got a chance to you know, come out of here in the rotation. I, I don't know.
2: I mean, what do you expect out of him coming off Tommy that, John surgery? That's
0: my thing. I, I don't know. You kind of want him to sit in A and just work his kinks out and get a little kinky down there and, and then get ready back at this level. But I, I don't think that's is, a – a World Series team shouldn't be relying on that or hoping that that's the case.
2: See, to me, Luis Hill is a project. Even before Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah, he had that – what was it? Twenty one. He had that great run where he didn't allow an earned run for X amount of starts. Yeah. But
0: yep,
2: you always saw the writing on the wall. The guy just didn't have good control. You know, mm-hmm. he was not. He's not. He needs to learn how to throw strikes at the major league level. The stuff is there. It's it's really good. The the slider, electric. The fastball, electric. But if you can't throw strikes, you're not. I mean, what what good are you, right? So you saw. You know, I would I would like to see more Luis but coming off Tommy John. A guy. That already has control issues. I'm not expecting anything out of him this year. Is Davey Garcia done? Are we <laughs> done with, with Davey yeah, Garcia? He's,
0: not, he's moved to the bullpen full time. Because
2: really? honestly, man, like yeah. if he's, if that's it, then that's it. But like, that's the type of guy the Yankees should, I would like to, I mean, if you're telling me he's not, you know, I don't know. I'm not deep, that deep into this, but his whole goal should be trying to, to, to take a rotation spot right now. But, you know that that's one of the, that's one of the biggest we talked about this a week or two ago it's like one of the, like one of the biggest flameouts i can think of is like the the, the excitement you had around David Garcia and you knew he wasn't going to be great but he yeah. could have been a guy I, I, you know i like to use the term like a knock around guy that could have been hanging around you know to to take the back end uh you know back end of the rotation you know make some starts for you he, he he's not even that anymore
0: yeah, you know? definitely. No, you're right. I uh, got another super chat from Big Sexy Yankees. Pete, you sound a little like a prospect hugger. I, I don't even gotta go anywhere on that. I'm I'm very <laughs> willing to trade to trade whoever to get the Yankees to win. If you've been following NY News TV, I think you would know that. But all I'm doing is being realistic. Does any of us here really think that Brian Cash will now come out of nowhere and say, Yeah, let's trade Dominguez and Volpe and these guys for All a right. guy like Zach Gallon who he didn't do it Arizona's not going to give away. So. Hey, bingo, there you go. So you're not going to do it for Zach Gallon. So that that's, that's no disrespect to Zach Gallon.
2: I mean, if you're not doing it for Luis Castillo, you're not doing it for Zach no, Gallon.
0: I I agree 100 percent with you. They they didn't want to do it then. They wouldn't include Volpe and in that type of deal. What makes you think that you know is is Arizona going to sit back and go well just take Dominguez for both of those guys? And no, of course not. So it's not realistic. Is the problem?
2: I think barring. I, I don't know unless something really falls into Cashman's lap what you see right now is we a few was it this, uh Thursday the Yankees are reporting uh, pitchers and catchers report I think it's yes. the 16th 16th yep I think barring anything like really falling into Cashman's lap where he you know a little bald headed prick thinks that he's re- <laughs> that he's winning the trade like he always has to do uh I think this what what you see is what you get. Like this is what we're going to go into the season with. And then he's going to monitor the market as the season goes through, which is it it's really shameful, bro, that we have to sit here and be and, and be told that you know, this is a World Series caliber team that you're going to give two of the eight positions to to watch Donaldson and Aaron Hicks? It's it's insane. really shameful.
0: It's batshit crazy, especially for a team that, like you said, is coming out there saying that, you know, their ultimate goal is to win a World Series. And Brian Cashman even sat there at the year-end press conference and said, we know the type of things that we need to do. That's the reason we got Benintendi. He's talking about we needed to add contact. Well, Brian, what contact did you add to the to the lineup? If you knew that was the case, you knew that in November, what have you been doing Besides scaling buildings and sleeping in as like a hobo. I mean, living life as a hobo. I get you. Well, this is what the
2: Yankees do. The Yankees rely on regression, meaning they don't think teams that were good the previous year will be as good the following year. We've heard that before, that they they rely on that stupid notion. And the other thing is they're always about what's in house. And oh, what did you do to add contact? Well, technically, they did nothing. But they're going to tell you that DJ LeMay was healthy, and that's your contact right. guy right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but again, that's that's the wordplay of the Yankees. That's this whole idea of this process nonsense. And I even just just to, to to bring this up briefly with the chat with this new news that the Yankees may have interest in Manny Machado again. Then what that what what the hell was the point of it before? Then why would you have interest now years later when you could have easily had him at way less competition? And you had the spot open for him, and they decided to pass on him. So why am I going to sit here and believe that all of a sudden now, the Yankees are looking forward to next year with the idea that Machado may opt out and that they're going to throw $200 million at this guy again? I just, I can't sit here and believe something like that.
2: Uh, I believe Manny Machado is a Yankee when I hear Paul Olden announce his name as the starting third baseman on opening day. That's when I believe Manny Machado is a Yankee.
0: <laughs> I agree. I, I just think it's more nonsense and this whole idea of this process. Oh, our process is in place. Well, what is that exactly? I mean, you're sitting there in front of everybody again, and you're saying what you know is wrong with the club, but you're, you, you haven't made those right changes. You haven't made the correct changes that you sat there and said in front of everyone.
1: No, like and they, said, they've only they've only made excuses too. Whether it's because it. people are injured, or now the the other excuse that I've heard Steinbrenner use is that the competition is a lot more, you yep. know, in yep. in depth. Well, yep. all right, then get better, get better than your competition.
0: Well, if, if I mean, if I had one thing to 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 ask to if I, if I could talk to Steinbrenner one time, I would simply just say, can you pull up Yankees dot com? Pull up the forty man roster. Let's look at this together. How much is the payroll? Let's look at that together. You tell me if your GM is the right guy to do this job. That's quite simple.
2: We've talked about this last year when Brian Cashman was bragging about the Yankee payroll in 2022 about the highest payroll ever. And I I remember saying a hundred times, Brian, that's not the flex you think it is, bro. The (laughs) guys that you were paying – Is not commiserate with a team that you would think it has a 260 million dollar payroll. You had almost what 35 million dollars tied up into fucking enroll
0: as Chapman and Zach Britton last year. Yep, yep, yep. You you, you took on well, just just I I just I just want to keep bringing up these things because I think fans need to understand this, and I think most of our fans do understand it. But one of the comments he made in spring training, if you guys remember, was we know that uh, I can't do the voice like you can, but right. Yeah. What did he say again? He said, oh, I know. we know that Josh Donaldson is a much better offensive player than Giovanni Urshela. You're proven wrong again. You look like a moron. He flat out said that. Like, oh, we know he's a better player. So we upgraded there. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. This guy hit 285 last year, 13 home runs, 500 at-bats, 3.1 war. I'm talking about Gio Urshela. Yeah, but guess what the big difference is here? He's not getting paid twenty-five friggin' million dollars.
2: Yeah, what was he making? Seven, eight million or something seven like that. Seven or you eight mil,
0: that's you it. Want,
1: you want the quote here from Brian? I got Please, the audio. Here. Yeah, you know, we do feel by doing this trade that uh, you know, we've upgraded <laughs> defensive and offensively at third, defensively at shortstop, and improved the defense on the catching side as well. So that was the audio from his comments on the twins it's, it's trade from crystal really clear crystal put, clear yeah
0: it really is like the
1: yeah i got fast internet phenomenal.
0: here holy shit
1: yeah i got good good high
2: speed here look if you want to be fair about things josh donaldson uh is a way better defensive third baseman Giro show i mean if you want to be he fair is. about things but
0: that's right that's okay when
2: when you trade for i'm going to use his real name when you trade for josh donaldson uh-huh. you're expecting a guy Maybe not. He's maybe he's not an MVP anymore. But you're trading for a guy that you think can at least look like he's played major league baseball before. And there were times this last year where Wash Donaldson didn't even look like uh, he belonged on on a a big league ball field. And and that's what's got to concern you, you know. And I look, you know, no. Through the years, no one's made more excuses for this team than than I have. I always. Maybe they weren't excuses. Chris liked to always call me the Yankee apologist, but I always like to at least see what the Yankees train of thought was because then it would help me live with their decisions if I understood what they were doing, right? Yep. But I can't I can't sit there like a lot of people that are legitimately like apologizing for for this trade now, like saying, Well, you know, Wash Donaldson had an OPS of whatever he, it was mm-hmm. and then he hurt his shoulder and then he sucked. So it was his shoulder. No, he's he's just done. Like he's finished. Right. Yeah, I'll eat my. You know, if he goes out there and hits two seventy with twenty five home runs, drives his eighty runs this year. There's I'll no eat my fucking w- way. Yeah, I'll I'll mean, I mean, I would too. I, there's my no words. fucking
0: way. I mean, I think you could. I think you could gamble on that one and and win. Got another super chat from Big Sexy Yankee says since Dominguez mm-hmm. is compared to Trout, Griffey Junior. and Harper. Uh, why is he not making his MLB debut at 19? Well, because you answered your own question, because he's not that level talent. He's
2: not that good. He's I'm not sorry, that he's... good. He's
0: not at that level. And notice, people, look, we just brought a new guy in Yankee's farm who does a great job with with prospects and stuff like that. And he really likes Dominguez. But even he'll tell you, he's not that level. These guys, he's not that level. This is, again, the Yankee propaganda machine that I've been talking about for years now, is that and you go around baseball and talk, as I remember... Um, two years ago when I was at the Italian American Foundation and and um, uh, Mike Rizzo was there. Mike Rizzo was literally telling people that the Yankees prospects are overrated. That they know it. Hell, we even got to the point of where when it came to Soto, the Yankees weren't involved because they flat out said, we don't feel you guys have the stuff to get them. Including Anthony Volpe. The rest of the league is not as high on him. That's why that list that came out that was done by advanced scouts, GMs, everyone involved with scouting players or, or just knowing about our prospects, they rank them as the number two most overrated prospect. Does mm. that mean that he is going to be bad? No. But all it simply means is the Yankees do an amazing job of getting prospects on a hype train. Because, I look, big, sexy Yankee, I've said the same thing as you have. If he really is this good, don't give me that nonsense about the Martian. He's this other world talent. No, he's not. If he was, he'd be doing it at 19 years old. We wouldn't be waiting for a left fielder right now. We'd be saying, cool, we got year one of Dominguez and left.
2: Well, that's what I've been saying, dude. Martian, what is a Martian? Martian is something that's not of this world. So 19-year-old starting for the New York Yankees is not of this world. It's not what you see regularly. A guy that's now going to hit age 20 and he's still projected to be two years away. That's just a regular prospect. That's nothing. Look, could he come up here and be an all-star? Sure he could be. I'm not uh, – you know, I voted him as a bust when we did Beast or Bust a few weeks ago, but, you know, if this was – if he was what we were told that he is, he'd be here. He'd be here right now. It's not unheard of that guys to come up and make their debuts at 19. He's not doing it because he's just not that good. It's, it's just it's just plain facts. People don't want to very-
0: – the thing is, the thing is, too, he's a very, very raw talent. That's the other thing that people forget about. This is not a guy that was playing a shit ton of professional baseball. Yeah, it's so, not like
2: Bryce Harper when he was correct. On, uh, you exactly. know, he's playing uh, under seventeen teams when he was twelve years old. You know? mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So it, it is different for him. But I, I think what, and again, as Christian said, he's not saying that this guy doesn't have a chance to be an all star. He's not saying he's going to be a two ten hitter. The thing is that we're trying to say is the Yankees do this. That's why fans ask the question. Same thing with with Anthony Volpe. You guys think if Volpe comes up and he's not a top five shortstop in Major League Baseball? Yankee fans across the board get like, we love this guy. I don't think so. I think fans are going to be like, this is what we got. This guy's a 250, 260 hitter and hits 20 homers a year. That's it. Anthony
2: Volpe cannot be an average Major League Baseball player. If he just came through the system, you, you just heard all the Yankees have a shortstop, blah blah. And blah. came up here he at 270, you know, 15, 20 home runs. That's he awesome. played really, he played good defense. You know, he he locked down the position, but he's nothing in terms of like being special. Mm-hmm. You'd be okay with it. That's, that's right. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. But the way the Yankees have hyped up Anthony Volpe, he has to be Derek Jeter. He has to be, you know, a a, a top level player. He can't be just average. That's why when you you look at Anthony Volpe, you know, in terms of beast or bust when we did that a few weeks ago, Anthony Volpe is a bust if he's not one of the best players in Major League Baseball because of what the Yankees presented him to be, and that's why I have more of my hopes pinned on and think that it's more likely that Oswald Peraza will be the Yankees' uh, future shortstop because there's... You don't, yeah. Is he highly ranked in the system? Yeah, but there's no hype. There's no real hype behind Peraza. He can just come in here and play baseball, and whatever you get from him, you'll be happy with as long as he plays well. Obviously,
0: yeah. Well, it's funny too because a lot of the reports that you see, uh, they don't. There's a lot of people that don't see a lot of negatives with Peraza. A lot of it is, you know, people in here are talking about. I've seen this a couple of times. Well, hey, you know Dominguez missed a year because of COVID. Guess what? Everybody did it. Peraza's at Every, the major yeah. level. So why are we right. not? Why is he not the number one prospect? Ask yourself that question. If he missed a year, as he did a year and a half, whatever it is, 21 years old in the major leagues, about to be 22, why is he not considered the number one prospect for the Yankees? Then, a guy that has blazing speed. Everybody says Baseball America. Everybody across the board agrees that he is the best defensive infielder. That the Yankees have, by far. If all that is the case, why are we not hyping this guy up that he should hit three-something, this and that? But, but we're not. They're doing it for only a couple of different guys. Volpe being one, Dominguez really being the other one. And again, I just want people to understand. Nobody here is saying that these guys aren't going to be all-stars. We're just simply saying that the way the Yankees have hyped them up, it, it, it puts a pressure on them they don't need. That the Yankees have done, that fans are looking at them now, going, "Damn, if they're just really good, but they're not at that All Star MVP level." It's not what we were told. It's not what we were promised. That's upsetting.
2: Right, and you also have to take into context of these last two free agency periods with the shortstops yep. that have come through that the Yankees have passed on for, and for all intents and purposes, Anthony Volpe. It's a little bit was a little bit more egregious last year when the guy hadn't even played uh, at double a yet and you're selling on, you know, all these guys for him, you know, but again, the problem is that the Yankees, they don't seemingly have a plan in place because you're, you, they still have Peraza and Volpe here. Gleyber Torres is here. DJ LeMayu is here. Wash Donaldson is here. You have a gluttony of, of out of infielders. Now maybe, uh, ikf is still here maybe you're going to tell me that volpe does is not going to factor into plans this year okay but you still have what what did i just name five six guys that can only Mm -hmm. play two two three positions why have why have trades not been made you know i thought it was i thought it was actually a decent move to bring back ikf not to 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 sign him and not let him walk because he, he could be an asset but at, at this point now, like, you haven't moved on from Wash Donaldson. You haven't moved on from Gleyber Torres. You didn't trade Volpe or Peraza for, for anything that you really need. What is your plan here? You can't keep all these guys. And you can't just simply tell me, well, Donaldson's gone at the end of the year. That solves one problem. Because we're, I, I, what are you trying to do this year?
0: Yeah, well, it's even it's, – it it's, again goes back to the roster construction. You know these – it's just so strange, man. Um. You, you you know these guys are coming up. So, obviously, they've been on the Yankees' radar, and the Yankees have things saying where they obviously expect them to be there and what, what position they may fill. The Yankees got a glutton of infielders. They still have it. They've had it for years, and they've known about it for years. They go out there and get Donaldson. Donaldson now, best-case scenario for the Yankees is, of course, they trade him. But what we almost have to hope is that we saw again today DJ LeMayu taking ground balls at third base and working at third base. I think at this point, it's fairly friggin' obvious that the Yankees want him at third base if he's healthy. I think it's as clear as day. But now Brian Cashman's World Series caliber team has a 20-something million dollar bench guy and Josh Donaldson sitting and chilling on the bench. It might even be so that he's going to be joined by Aaron Hicks on multiple occasions. So
2: you get $35 million sitting you know, like on the You'll have the bench most right expensive there.
0: bench of all time in the history of Major League Baseball. Probably cost costly more than the Baltimore Orioles are.
2: The problem, again, yes, you're going to look at that. So then the Hicks, let's say Hicks goes to the bench. Who's a left fielder? Oswaldo Cabrera's not an outfielder. It,
0: w- it, well, it would be him, be. though, right? He, it, 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 yeah, it, it, you would it, think so. And I like the guy. I like Oswaldo Cabrera, but... Again, when, when I'm building a team, if I'm building a World Series team, and thank you to Gio Destro, we appreciate the super chat, my friend. Thank you. It, but but if if I'm building a World Series caliber team and, and I have the reins of this club, when I look at Cabrera, I go, okay, his value is that he could play everywhere. Why am I going to make the error because I didn't make a move that now I'm going to take away what he is best at And just stick him in left field and go okay. For a position he's
2: not even really good at.
0: Well, he hasn't played it since he got to the majors, really. So that's, again, the Yankees for you.
2: He was an adventure out there. If you told me that he was playing right field, I mean, knock on wood, for reason why he wouldn't be out there, I would be a little bit more okay with that because I saw him out there in right field and I felt like he played right field a lot better than he did left field.
0: 100%.
2: But again, I don't want to lock Oswaldo Cabrera into a position, which I feel like the Yankees are going to end up doing because they're going to realize – here's what the problem is, Pete. I think they know that they're at a point of no return with Aaron Hicks. I think they do understand that the fan base is completely – well, even if they won't admit it for other reasons. I think we all know why people won't admit to certain things. I think they understand that after Derek Jeter night, there's a point of no return – that the fans have turned on Aaron Hicks completely that you cannot put him out there, but the Yankees haven't done anything about it. You mean to tell me nobody wants Aaron Hicks? Okay, fine. Aaron. Go. Well, goodbye. I'll gladly eat your $30 million for the next three years to have you go play for somebody else. There are so many things. The fact that more people aren't mad about Aaron Hicks is a little it's a little concerning to me based on how he's acted on the field, the things he said off the field. And that, you know, people, people always, uh, uh, sometimes I, I just lose what I want to say because I just get so frustrated because I, I want everybody to be as mad as I am about the fact that Aaron Hicks is on this team. Okay. and, And look, I can deal with bad baseball players. I don't need to have a superstar everywhere. If Wash Donaldson is here because he's bad, fine. That's one. But you know, that's the thing. The difference between him and Hicks is that I said this before. I never felt that. Okay, so he he pimps uh, three hundred and ten foot fly balls. That's today's baseball, right? But I never felt like he gave up on the team. He never threw anybody under the bus. You know, we we said this a hundred times. Aaron Poole went out of his way not to throw Aaron Hicks under the bus. That's right. Uh, on Derek Jeter night. Yep,
0: yep, he did. Uh,
2: Aaron Hicks couldn't wait to to throw Aaron Boone under the bus. Yeah. But the Yankees, they they don't do anything about it.
0: And and again, I'm right there with you. It's, It's hard when you do shows the way we do. We're always on camera talking about this stuff because we want to get the message across. And it's shocking to me. But then again, maybe it shouldn't be shocking anymore because we've seen this so much from the Yankees. I think any other time, I think there was a quote recently that um, was put back up. I forgot what world, maybe it was a 2000 World Series. When Steinbrenner basically came out and was like, if Joe Torre doesn't win the World Series, he's gone. That was,
2: at, that was the 2007 uh, Division Series.
0: Okay, 2007 Division Series. And and then what happened? Joe Torre was gone and Joe Girardi came in in 08.
2: After four World Championships. He... Exactly.
0: But but what in what time and I know again you guys say it I say it too I don't always want to bring up what if what if George was here but mm-hmm. at least have a little respect for your organization have some respect for your manager maybe that you guys feel more confidently about than even we do mm-hmm. that a player comes out and goes hey you know that dave Roberts he's giving somebody a chance and actually believes in them can you imagine how boot now th- th- this is why I say things about Boone to certain things I say about him, that. He got to find his pride. He put him back in the lineup after that. I would have made a call to cash. Hey, Brian, this guy's not playing no more. If he's here tomorrow, I'm gone. So you choose what you want to do. I'm not having this guy come back in his clubhouse. I've done everything. I'm looking like an asshole for this guy in front of the media and the fans every day. He got the balls to throw me under the bus. Fuck him.
2: Yeah, that's a major. That was a major issue, man. And you know, it is what it is, bro. There's only, again, there's only so many times that I can. I like. I'm much more reserved today because there's only so many times that I can scream about this stuff. Because I just expended all my energy on it. Now, Aaron Hicks, he shouldn't be here. We all know that he's here. Great. I hope that he's. I hope that he's an all-star this year. I'm definitely. If he's wearing Yankee pinstripes, I'm not going to root against him. That's just I a agree. stupid thing to do. I, I hate people that, that say that shit all the time. Like, oh, I hate Aaron Hicks. I hope he strikes out four times. I no, don't because no, I want the Yankees to win. So if he's in I the agree. fucking lineup, I hope he has four hits tonight. Yep. I
0: the same
2: agree. thing, you know, Just same thing with Boone. Do I want Boone to be the manager of this team? No, I think Boone is weak-minded. I really do. And this is coming from somebody we coined the term Booner for Boone. We loved Aaron Boone when he got here, and then slowly time has evolved now, and you've seen kind of what Aaron Boone really is. He's kind of he's kind of weak. He's soft, yeah. you very know, much,
0: very much. And that's not a knock. You know, people always say sometimes. I, I say this all the time. The only things that I'm saying about Aaron Boone is what he shows on the field, and via the press and things like that, and, and how he's handling the club. That's the only thing we get to see, but we see so much of it. We see so much of it where it's, it's really bad and it's tough to watch at times. But the guy just seems to have completely no backbone whatsoever. He, he doesn't stick to his word at all. We've He's seen him s- say, what did he say that one time? Remember uh, what, exactly what Hicks? He's going to sit a few games. He pinch hit him one day. He drew a walk and the next day he goes, I like the way he looked. Mm, right. <laughs> what happened to what you said earlier? <laughs> it just disappeared.
2: He's got no self awareness. We've seen this now. And you know, people wanna make fun of me because I got I got mad that what about he said about the Giants because he's an Eagle fan. But again, that's just self awareness. you this is your this is your home market. You don't you gotta be a little bit more self aware than that. Then they go and then you compound that with him showing the 04 Red Sox comeback. I mean, come on, you're the manager of the Yankees, bro. You got to know better than that. You got to
0: know it's not going to be well received. And the fact of the matter is, right, that when Michael K tried, and I say tried because Michael K let him off the hook, tried to ask him about it. Look at his response. He don't even have an answer for you. Oh, I think you're looking too much into it. Really? So we're idiots? You don't have an answer for it? We're morons? It's insane.
2: Look, there's things I like about Boone. I think Boone is the type of he's he's a type of guy that's always going to have your back, right? And I and I do appreciate that about a manager. I don't honestly be. I'm being completely honest with you right now. I don't want my manager taking shots at the players through the media. I don't like that personally. I agree. So, you know, he can have Aaron Hicks's back. In, in that situation. Now I'm fine with that. As much as I don't like Aaron Hicks, I'm fine with that. Don't throw your players under the bus. Don't don't give the chum to the sharks. You gotta keep that, you gotta keep that So you gotta keep that like that facade at least going that you have you have everything under control. You know, he's always the first you know, what do you want to call a fake tough guy, an act or whatever? You know he's always he's always barking. He's always trying to work the work the umpires for his players, right? Slapping you know, the
0: desk and nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bullshit.
2: Look, that was bullshit. Okay, that was all bullshit. That was all, all bullshit. bullshit. What he does on the field though is a different. I'm talking about what he does on the field when he's always right. yeah. You know, that's a little bit. I think. I think that's genuine to me. Uh, to but be, see, you know, but
1: I feel like this year he overdid it on the field, where it was every bad call you saw. Yeah. They showed him yeah. barking at the ump, yeah. and it's like you got to pick and choose when you're going to do that, or at least especially
0: I, especially in the second half, because I really think what happened there. I think maybe God. he he was kind of he might have been feeling it a little bit. I think all of them were feeling it, and I think he was trying to kind of prove that. Like the thing too, remember the, remember the comment he made. Uh, on the Michael K show, when he was like, Yeah, I heard it. I puffed my chest out a little bit when they're saying fire boon. No, take some fucking pride in it and understand you're doing something wrong. Like, yeah, how about I that? that? Like,
2: oh,
0: on, I, I, I I, take it as a, as a, as a you know, I, I puffed my chest out a little bit. Shut up. Puff your chest out to Aaron Hicks. Go puff it out to Gleyber Torres where you're making excuses for him every night. Go do that.
1: I, I stood up taller after hearing Chance yeah. to fire me. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah.
2: Okay. Great. You know, again, Okay, all that. Like I said, there's some things I like about him, but there, there, there are also things that you, you, you just you can't say and then expect me to respect you as as a man. I got bullied, Aaron. Oh, please don't stop, Aaron. Aaron, please let me. Let, let, let's just say this. Even if you felt, even if you felt that way, don't say it.
0: My say wife would leave me the moment I said that. <laughs> I'm wifeless. That's it. Divorce paper signed, give everything over, bye, go home.
2: Here's a simpler way to say it. I guess he didn't want to be fined, but sometimes, you know what? You make you make money, and I'm sure, you know, and if I was Hal, I'd have your back, I'd pay the fine for you. Be like, this umpire was being a dickhead tonight.
0: Yeah. I thought the What's umpire ra- was, was being a scumbag.
2: What's wrong oh, with saying wow. that? Oh
0: my god, that's gonna get you fired, really? Come on. Come on. You should have got fired for saying you got bullied.
2: And that's got, the thing, and again, this is what we always go back to. There's a lot of things I don't blame Hal for. Everybody always wants to go, like, sell the team, you suck, you, you're cheap. He's, first, he's not cheap. He shouldn't sell the team. He should have a little bit more awareness of what is going on, though, because, again, right. your manager just said that he got bullied. And me, you know what, I'm five foot seven. you know, you know, I'm this little small-ass Italian kid from New Jersey, who the fuck am I? But I'm sitting here saying, you know what, you're not going to bully me, dude. You're a major league baseball manager. What are you getting bullied for? Yeah, How so you getting bullied? How are you getting get bullied what? by a guy that a guy that looks like fucking, you know, he's fucking roly poly over there. <laughs> Four, it's, a, guys, it's unbelievable. Guys.
0: <laughs> it's unbelievable. I gotta actually. I got a fun question uh, to bring up <clears throat> based on a projection that I that I've seen on a player that's in camp. Okay. I just want to bring it up, but let me get to these two super chats real quick. Actually, three. We just got another one in. Oh. Sopranos. This is from Big Sexy Yankee again. Sopranos trivia for Christian. Uh-huh. Season three. Oh, wow. When Tony, Christopher, and Paulie travel to Italy. When they arrive at a hotel, who says the Tony tone over here? They make it real. Uh, I guess he just said they make it real. Uh, Christopher or Paulie?
2: I just saw this episode too. It, uh... I I honestly don't know. I'll I know Paulie. Yeah.
0: The whole episode was goes Thor. That's all he ever says, right? On that yeah, episode, it, uh,
2: without knowing what exactly he's talking, about, it sounds like a Paulie quote.
0: Could be a Paulie quote. Then we got uh, Raw Thompson again. Another thing that annoys me—that's annoying me—is how Yankees managers making our entire team weak. Just look at the recent quotes from players crying over the trade. I I I went into this in full, and I actually that that's a that's a great um segue actually into this and I'll still remember I have the player pulled up so I'll talk about that but I want to bring this up man because we're seeing this too much now man and I really do believe it has to do with leadership when leadership allows that stuff to happen players can then get the green light to do it we saw even Mike King come out to be like oh well the deadline you know we lost Monty and everybody felt so bad and we didn't play as good shut the fuck up are you kidding me I, I just I can't get with this I can't get with it I can't get with the players coming that's out. That's why oh, I, the want some, I want open.
2: somebody to teach Brian Dable baseball and let him come manage the Yankees, okay? Because that's – that's I got such respect for this guy. Maybe I wouldn't feel this way if I, I, don't know, say I had not sat here and watched Aaron Boone for the last fucking five years. But to see a guy that has control of grown-ass men. Nice.
0: <laughs> it's nice.
2: You know, you know, Kenny Galladay, you don't have to get off on a t- sidebar here. You guy complete bust, $72 million. He could have just been out there sulking. He's throwing fucking blocks in the playoffs, trying to win. Meanwhile, we got fucking people crying because uh, because the guy that makes coffee in the clubhouse got traded. Shut yeah. up. Jo-
1: jo- Joey Gallo is like a family member. <laughs> it's absolutely yes. ridiculous. I mean, that Michael King quote is wild. That it threw it's off insane. the locker room. It's How crazy. are you saying that? How are you going to represent the team like that? You have n- no backbone to. That's what scares
2: on, me, bro. They can put. It, that's. This is almost why, like I, I got so excited over Carlos Rodon because I don't think he's going to deal with the bullshit. I think yeah, he's legitimately going to fucking try to eat Aaron Boone's heart if Aaron Boone tries to take. I the pray. Ball from him.
0: I, I mean, I tell you what. I'm. I hope it's the day we go. I hope it's the day we yeah. go and I can see it live. I hope it's April rips 1st. Tickets out. are still available, everybody. No, five and two thirds. He's at
2: 88 pitches. He wants you know, to go, yeah. Yeah, Boone's coming out to get him because there's a runner at second. And literally, like, fucking, who? who is the guy? Kano in Mortal Kombat just reaches yes, in rips his heart out.
0: Bah! Really,
1: really, and I hope though. we get a
0: whole, like, fatality in the, in the, on the <laughs> speaker box. Fatality. fatality. That will be amazing. <laughs> Don't you think,
1: though, that there's only really four players, at least that I could think of, that should be making comments like Michael King made? There's really one. 100%. I, two, really who, one, who are the guys I, who are guys I'm, going, think I'm going anthony rizzo i think can, okay rizzo I agree, aaron, with that. Aaron, I agree aaron judge judge I agree. obviously and Gary garrett cole. cole and carlos rodon i think and
0: rodon well, now yeah well
1: i you have to go into the fact that he's been a top 10 Cy Young finisher the last two years he he has the resume he might not have the yankee resume but he has yeah the baseball background i wouldn't want him
2: talk. coming in here right away though in sure doing that. i agree with that so I, I, I would actually yeah, the, I, I mean, actually. I want him to. I want him to to rip Aaron Boone's heart out, but to be chirping in the media like what kind of like oh, okay, good. yeah. He's not gotta like pick, in no, he's got to yeah, figure gotta out pitch.
1: his way of 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 doing things with right. with. The but media. I think, You're but right, I, though, I think he Cole
2: deserves and people. uh Aaron Judge. Those are yeah. everybody else is shut the fuck up. They really? I would love it.
0: I would love it behind the scenes where he gets all the starters together and goes, "Look, are we pitching or what?" Like seriously, I I think that's uh, something yeah. that you could see him do him and Cole together going. Hey, look, you know we need to anchor this. I don't want this bullshit that we're coming out with uh, four and two third innings because we're at ninety two pitches.
1: Yeah, I mean they're, like, they're we, their we need to be their feelings hurt. Go. They're all buddy buddy. Like you know that. But I love the whole all the pitchers watch one another. But maybe it's time for some tough love and they need to
2: really frigging push themselves more. I, I really that. hope that Cole and Rodon don't get along. Honestly, I'm not saying this to be an asshole. I really hope that they don't get along at first and then they, they become like cool with each other because yeah. I want Garrett. You Cole want to see like a rock? So you brothers, see,
0: this is I a, want, this is a Rocky reference. We know what it is. Want he wants them see. running on the beach together. That's <laughs> no, it. He wants the whole a montage. montage of the makeup. Yep. That's it. No.
2: you if you. Okay, fine. But <laughs> <laughs> I want him to challenge Garrett Cole. I want him to 100%. challenge for Garrett Cole's spot. Damn right. Damn right, You know, I want to see that. I want, look, Right. No but I'm still a Garrett Cole guy bro 350 ERA league and home runs aside the dog is in him bro we saw it in the postseason that guy's there. I need to see it April through September now. I want to yes. I want him to finally put it all together and be Garrett fucking Cole. I want him to be that guy and that's why I think Rodon should come in there dick swing and be like you think you're the ace let me show you what I got and I want these guys to challenge each other. And then even, like, little Sevy coming up from in the rears, bro, being like, no, fuck you guys. I've been yeah. here the longest. That's right, what yeah. I want to see. Maybe not, you know, be enemies, but, you know, have this, like, underlying tension with each other. We're all competing to be the top dog. That's yeah. what I want to see. And I think that could really be a benefit to the Yankees if that happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, before I still get into that player, I think we had two more Super Chats. Uh, Daniel Holmes says the bats are what killed this team, not Daniel pitching. Jones,
2: shouldn't
1: you be Daniel Holmes? Oh. Okay, okay.
0: Sure, like <laughs> Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Oh okay. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yankees can never just address the actual issues on this team. Feels like self sabotage, and the big sexy Yankee said, "Yes, it is Paulie Walnuts."
2: Yeah, because I remember Paulie <laughs> was like super <laughs> into like thing. being over there, so it sounded like something that You're he gone, would man. say. And Christopher was just high on Skag the whole time.
0: Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. he's okay. doing Christopher. Okay. Things, all right? Let me see if I can find a a different, another projection here on this player. But matter of fact, oh no, here we go. I think I found it here. Maybe is this what we're looking at here? Okay, yeah, these are steamer projections. But do we have a full? I'll try to, I want to try to get it where they give you more at bats. Uh, Let's see. All right, forget it. I guess I can't get that, but I got these ones here. So would you guys take this? Over Aaron Hicks. Now, remember, this is only 368 at-bats, so you can make yes. your own idea of maybe it's 500 at-bats. I don't at-bats.
2: need to hear
0: it. Yes. He's already saying yes. All right. <laughs> 17 doubles, 10 homers, 41 RBIs, 12 stolen bases, a 255 average, 332 on base percentage, a 726 OPS. And that's yeah, an these only are all, about 400 at-bats.
2: Okay, these are all better numbers than Aaron Hicks posted last year.
0: Okay. Well, that's Rafael Ortega. So okay, that's so. the projections of Ortega that A lot of people are a little excited about this guy. And it's kind of sad that this is the person that we may be talking about. But it wouldn't shock me if a guy like him comes in, has a really good spring, that he could potentially even win that spot over Aaron Hicks to start the year. Yeah, but
2: do you see the Yankees doing the, you know, making the, the hard move? It's not a hard move to me, but for them it is. Like getting rid of the guy, just handing him his walking papers. You're not going to – look, who is Rafael Ortega? Or is, he, is it sustainable? You know, is it just going to be like you might get a, a month or two? I don't know. I'm being honest with you. So, but you're not – you're going to – Rafael Ortega, you're going to have him here and and just uh, have Aaron Hicks wasting away uh, on the
0: bench? No, yeah, get rid of him. It sucks because because exactly like you said right there. Look, I don't think Yankee fans give a poot about what you get in return for Aaron Hicks. I, I think Yankee fans would have been more happy if they just said, you know what? He's dead weight. We got the roster spots more mm-hmm. important. Just dump him. Just get rid of him. The roster spot t- makes more sense.
1: It's a, it's a but toxic it's a, re- the, the team loves Aaron Hicks, man. You, they would they would really oh. disrupt the locker room if you, if you just, <laughs> oh, there You, go. so you got to consider their
2: feelings. It's, it's a toxic know, right? relationship. It's not always like, you know, when you you're with a girl and it's just not working <laughs> out and you guys are always <laughs> arguing and you know, it's like World War 3 every time you see each other. Yeah. And it's not always about like, well, who can I start dating next? It's just that I can't date you anymore and I'll worry about the other thing later that's what the Yankees need to, to to realize they're at that point here it doesn't matter that maybe you don't have another girl lined up for yourself it's just that you can't be with this one anymore Right. so you know I, I it's a joke but it's, you fucking stuck a broomstick out there in left field instead of Aaron Hicks on opening day I think you're in a better situation yeah. you'd hear more cheers
0: oh definitely <laughs> I mean you, you, th- you throw a jersey on it forget about it you hear Hell a lot yeah. more cheers in that
2: all right, so there's a couple of things that uh, I just want to touch on before we wrap up the show here. Uh, big news coming out of the Super Bowl uh, pregame was that Derek Jeter signed a deal with Fox mm. Sports. He's going to be a studio analyst uh, for for them uh, for the upcoming baseball season. Uh, a little disappointed, to be honest with you. I know a lot of people are like, yay, Derek. Um, I, who Honestly, I love Derek Jeter as much as anybody. Uh, I'm not watching the fucking Fox studio broadcast for Derek Jeter. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. So, I mean, I'm a little disappointed in the sense that why is he not on? Yes. You know, like I, I understand Derek. If you look at the clout of who Derek Jeter is versus the, the ham and that are usually on. Yes, it doesn't compute, but this could have been a real win for the yes network to bring big in Derek time. Jeter to even do big time series. Even if he did, uh, Boston, Houston, in the Mets. And that was it. It's the only time that he worked. People would really look forward to that. And most Yankee fans, whether you know whatever you say about John Flaherty or this guy or that guy, you're usually watching the post game, the pre game, because there, it's Yankee specific. You're getting information and news that sure. you're you're not getting in other in, uh, in other sources. I think having Derek Jeter there would be would would be a real win for the Yes Network and would be a draw. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I would no I would watch every pre and post if if Jeter was on it. I'm not trying to watch Flaherty every time. Like I'll watch him, but I'm not like staying tuned for him.
0: Yes, and it seems like uh, what Fox Fox probably does now have. If you were to watch one. I kind of feel like Fox is the one to go to. You got a- what is it? A Rod, Poppy, and Frank Thomas. And Frank there? Thomas. I think Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, Thomas is still too. There. That's impressive, he- headed man. by
1: uh, what? Kevin Burkhardt does. So he's the yeah, host. Good old, good
0: old Burky. Good old Burky's Berkey. on the Don uh, staff. Is he still
1: too. good so enough to
2: do? Is he still is he still good enough to do uh, free, uh, studio work now? He's a Super Bowl play by play guy. You know, I don't know. So true. a little below him there. Um, <laughs> I look it. The Yankees need to liven up the uh, broadcast a little bit. What about Nick Swisher? Why sure. not stick him in there? You know, okay, Jeff Nelson. Jeff Nelson did a good job, but, you know, not for nothing. I hate using his term. He's just a little boring white guy. That's
0: what he is. He's, he's know? not. He's not. He doesn't have a lot of energy behind him. <laughs> yeah, it's boring is good work. Behind Nelly.
2: I don't mind Nelly, but I mean, he's not excited. Like Buck Showalter, I love when Buck was in there because. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs>
1: Yeah, Buck was my favorite. Not because of what he would say, but how he would he would always be in a suit. No one
2: else was wearing the suit. But no. <laughs> I love Buck, man. I, could listen to Buck. I can't anymore now. He's a Met Manager. But I can right. listen to Buck Show Walter talk about baseball for hours. You know? Absolutely. You know?
0: I, Girardi was good, too. I like Joe on there. Joe wasn't bad.
2: Uh, What do you call it? That signing they had at the American Dream Mall a few weeks ago. I, I, I was like, oh, shit. Paul kneels allowed out of his basement.
0: Wow. Wow, and I think Michael K took a picture with him. I was shocked. I thought he put like some were, PPE like, on before. He went next to him, but he didn't.
1: Maybe it was photoshopped.
0: You guys I still Paul. remember the you guys still remember that he blew out the candles like this. Yeah, yes. he fucking cool. about ball. that. <laughs> <laughs> My god. Good
1: reference.
2: Okay, so you got you got O'Neil, you got Cone, you know, you have Wesco Cone now. He's doing ESPN. You know, you don't know what yep. the deal is with O'Neill because uh you know, is he going to be a lot out of his basement this year? So I'd like to see, you know, I, I, we watch these, you know, we watch these games. Maybe you don't, Pete, because you're calling them. So you don't yeah. hear as much as the, no, uh, I never, the, I never
0: hear them. I hear them the, the, the commentary the as much
2: as, as we do. But like, you know, it's 20 years of Michael K already. You know, what we need to hear something different. You know, the yeah. days of Bobby Mercer and Phil Rizzuto are long gone now. You know, it's like bring, what, what, let us get, uh, uh, a high energy guy in there like Nick Swisher, you know, maybe a swish, you know, maybe down the road, maybe we could, I don't see it happening now, but I would have loved to have seen Jeter in there, man. That would have been great. I mean, it would have been good.
0: I mentioned this the other day, Jeter, it's, it's fun to hear Jeter now. Cause he's not like, so PR driven. Like when he was a player, he was like, I can't say certain things. Like Jeter now is opened up a lot. Like he's, he's cracking jokes. He's talking about previous things. And, He's a fun listen. I mean, Jeter's definitely a, a much a much better listen um, than a lot of other people out there. So yeah, I think it is. I just wonder. Was you think there was even was there was there even any rumors or anything that yes was gonna push for him or? I I thought I heard
2: something in regards to that that maybe Jeter was thinking about it or they were thinking maybe they couldn't agree on numbers. I don't.
0: Maybe it's oh, a Cashman man. thing, man. Maybe he wants nothing to do with the organization while Cash is there. I still, I till this day, I don't care if they said they've made up. They buried a the hatchet. There's, there's a problem there. You don't tell one of the greatest shortstops of all time, to the wits, man. Move. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You don't do that. and we, and we know what a scumbag is. Look, people can say what they want about Jeter. They can say it. There's a lot more on record when it comes to Brian Cashman being a scumbag than there is with Derek Jeter being a scumbag. A lot mm-hmm. more on record. So the, the, the stuff that we, that we've heard about. When it comes to to Derek Jeter, we know is 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 proven. When it comes to Brian Cashman, even from Aaron Judd just now, basically coming out going he didn't want it public. Same as that thing Jeter said, and he immediately came out and made it public uh, upon his best players' wishes. So this is not a this is not a, a a great guy, so to say, in in many aspects of of loyalty and things like that. as players. long
2: as so, he doesn't break laws. I don't really care if he's a good guy or not. Just stop fucking doing stupid shit with this roster.
0: Yeah, I agree. Be the biggest, I never be the care biggest... about the being a good guy thing.
2: You know, when you when you walk into to the supermarket and the Girl Scouts are there if you want to kick the table over with with the cookies, that's fine. But as long as you're not trading all over pitching depth for fucking bum-ass Frankie Montas, I don't care.
0: God, that trade is looking so bad, man. Not be, right like that. be nice yeah. to kids, okay? G- be G- nice G- to kids. Sears
1: would have been somebody that the Yankees could use right now. I mean, yeah, think G- about
0: that, though, for real. Like, right now, if you look at that trade, they traded Waldachuk, uh, Medina, and Sears for Lou Trevino. That's Basically. what it eventually hmm. may come down to. I know originally, yeah, they, they wouldn't do that, but that, that is eventually what that – when this news comes out that he needs shoulder surgery – then that's what the trade is. The, tr- the trade was literally, at the end of the day, it came out of those three guys for Lou Trevino, who's been damn good, but my God, you're not trading three of your top pitcher prospects for him.
2: Yeah, he's been, also, you look at Lou Trevino, yeah, he's been good, but he's not an end-of-the-game he's not an end of the uh, game type guy. He's not an 8-9 guy. You, you Correct. Know? Correct. You know, if you were telling me, not that you would ever trade those guys for a closer, per se, but if he was more of a closer type, Maybe you live with it a little bit more, but still the guy's going to come in in sixth, seventh inning. You know, it's yeah. it, it's been a, it's been an utter disaster. Or you know? if you're,
0: I was about to say, or if you're Aaron Boone, I mean, maybe he was worth it because then he replaced your ace. So I mean, it might he might have been worth those three guys then.
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into that again, bro. I just that that's still, again, you want know, to talk about things that that Aaron Boone does. He quit on a postseason game that you know if you lose it, you're done. You're cooked. The
0: white flag was thrown in. I mean, how the Yankees could have ever came back from that.
2: So, uh, the other thing, I want to have a little bit of fun here. We'll close fun. out the All show right. with yeah. this. Yeah, little, little
0: bit fun. Of, I like just, fun.
2: Just a little bit of fun here, a little lighthearted conversation here that uh, SGR sent in. A, and Chris, we have a group chat, SGR, Chris, and myself. Uh, was it you, SGR? You sent this to four first basemen. You said to get rid of one. Is that yeah. You? Yes. So it evolved in my brain okay. to this, okay? If you could get rid of one rival American League player, who would it be? To in order to make the Yankees I guess path easier, if you could get rid of one rival American League player, who would it be? Uh, Ryan, you've been relatively quiet tonight. So let's uh let's get started with you here.
1: I mean, I'm going with the one that Is
0: like annoys
1: me the most. That's Vlad Jr.
2: Okay, Vlad Jr. I'm
0: going to the the same team, but a different player. I need Alec Manoa going. Uh,
2: Yeah,
1: that's and it's not. And
0: look, I like Alec Manoa's personality. I really do. I don't dislike him. That he goes he's at fugazi. the Yankees. Uh, he's I don't dislike him. Tough though, he's he he, tough. he he might be, but but he does do it on the field. He at least goes out there and performs. He doesn't just talk at each. He no, he's no, a, he's a great perform. pitcher.
2: Don't get me he's wrong. He's a great
0: pitch. So that's the guy. If I could get rid of one guy, I think they're the biggest threat to the Yankees. I'm getting rid of their ace.
2: I uh, I mean I I'm not disagreeing with uh, either of those guys. Oh, but I forgot
0: about the Astros too.
2: And I was just gonna go there for is that me. Where you going? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm thinking I thought It was East,
1: too.
0: No, That's I, what I thought I, too.
2: I thought I said American League though. Didn't I? Yeah. You
0: did. No, you did say it right. You did, you did. You did say it right. But
1: but who's the guy? Who's the one guy on Houston you would get rid of? Jose Altuve.
0: Yeah, he is. The, he's the guy, man. He's the. Yeah. He's the one that. He's the one that makes the, that, that makes the needle move on that team. So he
2: is their. He's their guy, and he fucking kills the Yankees. He lives to kill the Yankees. If I'm you part, take. Hold, if you take Jose Altuve off the Astros, no matter who, he's the one irreplace- you've seen them replace guys. You see how they replace Correa, they replace yeah. Verlander. Yeah. They can re- they can they can't replace. He's irreplaceable to them, and he lives lives for it. That's why this whole I I honest to God, and it never happened because we got a bunch of dum dums in this fan base. This I hope to God I never hear fuck Altuve again because it is like the whole. He becomes the Hulk uh, when he hears that. Yeah, it only helps him.
1: That's it a only good helps, one, yeah. Altuve. That's a
0: good one. I, I think you could convince me to change my pick to Altuve on that one because you're right. I, I, for some reason, you said it right. I was just immediately going to the East, and I just thought about the Blue Jays. But, yeah, if I'm if I'm thinking about it the right way, I think I'm with you on that one. I'm also worried about um if he stays healthy all year, man, I'm really worried about Abreu on that team. Yeah. I think Abreu's going to have a monster year on that club all year,
1: which is crazy that we would, cause I was thinking him to even consider getting rid of a guy that hasn't even played for them yet. So that just shows what's yeah. coming.
0: Yeah. That, that, yeah. It just they, shows they're going to be a tough team again. They're going to be in a, a, yeah. a legit team. I think at the, at the end of the day right now, I hate saying it. I think they're the favorites, right? I mean, am I wrong? They well, have they,
2: to be, they yeah.
0: have to be the favorites to win it all again. I know that's, yeah. you know, uh, doing little predictions like that. You never know what happens. A lot could happen in, in a season, but I think on paper right now, they got to be the favorite.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at them, I think they're a lot more stable. They come, they're coming off winning a World Series, and uh, I think they're a lot more stable than the Yankees are. Honestly, let's just be realistic. Can something change? Can the um, almost said Indians can't say that anymore? Uh, can you shut
0: down. Thank you. Okay.
2: Can, can the Guardians uh, make a little bit of a run at things? I was very, impre- you know, I was impressed by the way they play hard. You know, Terry Francona is is a great manager. They got good starting Love pitching. Them. They,
0: what I would do to make that guy a Yankees manager, man.
2: I, I don't think that they, – they're not a great offensive team, They but they do have one of the best players in the world in Ramirez. You know, can they come out and do some things? You know, they made the postseason last year. Okay, but look at the American League. It's the Yankees and the Astros. Let's be realistic about yeah, about things for, 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 for a second here. It's yeah. really the Yankees and the Astros. And the Yankees have way more red flags than the fucking Astros do. Yeah, you know, what have the Yankees done to close the gap on the Astros? Okay, what have the Astros done to widen the gap on the Yankees? They've got they went out there and they're like, oh well, we have a hole at first base. We'll sign Jose
0: Abreu. They're, <laughs> they're
1: the only team that could lose a guy in free agency to a forty million dollar contract and still get better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And currently, exactly. currently,
1: currently, they have the best odds to win the World Series, but they are tied according to uh, this is on a, a bet MGM has Astros and Yankees at plus 650, followed by the Dodgers and Mets at plus 750.
2: You lose the reigning Cy Young Award winner, and nobody and anybody right. that sit, that talks about baseball the way that we do, or even, you know, professionally, like on TV, like that can sit there and tell you you got worse because they didn't.
0: Yeah. And the thing about Houston is that we know this already, right? They they still got a strong rotation. And they also got Hunter Brown, who is one of the top pitching prospects at all of baseball. Crazy. And all he did last year was pitch the under a one ERA at the major league level in 20 innings. So he, he's, he's another guy that's like, all right, well, you know, Verlander goes, that's okay. We right. got Javier, we got all these other guys. We just locked them up long-term, so... We're yeah. we're set. We're, we're set for a very long time. And the other thing, too, for the Yankees is we like to talk about, well, let's hope all of our prospects work, and let's hope that we're going to believe that all of our prospects work. Well, for the Astros, it kind of has, and we don't see that happen all the time. There's another team in the East, too, that is loaded with youth and loaded with prospects that are now going to be ready. Grayson Rodriguez, the number one prospect in baseball, pitching-wise. The Baltimore Orioles. Gunnar Henderson, who's probably the rookie of the year this year. I think it'll be a— could be a real nice competition with him and Peraza. Peraza yeah, Adley the start. Rushman mm-hmm.
2: over there, too.
0: Adley Rushman over there. But then, they I mean, they, they got even more. Uh, Jackson Holliday's not cl- close. Uh, co- uh, I right, no. think Kowser's another guy they have that that's close and an outfielder. They got a ton of guys that Price, are like, Rod, we're right you know, there.
2: They've been winning 50 games a year for the last decade. I would hope they, <laughs> they have kids coming up. You know, when yeah, they were... When it's they a good were, timing
0: for them, too. It's a good timing. When They're they right. were...
2: When they overtook that second wild card there, you know... For a little bit last year, it was actually room for him, and it was a good story. And then they got a little they got a little bitch in them when uh, they didn't want to pitch to Aaron Judge when Judge was you know chasing sixty one yeah, there. I mean, you know, that, yeah. that, that was annoying. That was annoying. But you know,
0: eight of the top one hundred prospects on Baltimore Orioles, by the way. Wow. Okay. And they're all at the upper levels. It's not like guys in able, mm-hmm. double A and triple
2: A. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the Yankees have two of the top. According to them, at least they have two of the top shortstop prospects in in baseball, and they won't commit to either one of them because uh, (laughs) IKF is still on this team.
0: Unbelievable! Uh, I got a prediction though. I got a prediction on IKF. I I think he's traded there in spring. I think he's just one of those guys that a team is gonna want because they might have a hole opened up. Maybe they got third short, second opened up, and. I think he's going to be one of those guys. Maybe you trade for a back end rotation arm, or maybe a couple of young pitching prospects.
2: As much as we don't like IKF, I like to be realistic about what he is. He's a very solid major league baseball player. He
0: is. The Yankees fact that, use him wrong.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's not his fault the Yankees don't know what the hell they're doing. We always, what's our famous, Man. what's our famous catchphrase? Smarter Yankees. Get the T-shirt. Third...
0: Get the T-shirt, folks. NYYNewsTV.com. Oh, Smarter I'm Yankees. wearing.
2: I'm wearing the captain today. There it is. Oh wow, nice.
0: El Capitan.
2: Okay. Uh, how do you call it? Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Yeah, you we know, all smarter Yankees. Let's trade for a Gold Glove third baseman and stick him at shortstop. Yeah, man. There's you know, so many wonder, examples. And then of this. and then wonder so why stupid. he can't field the position. You know, so too they many, wanted they freaking.
0: You know, remember they wanted they wanted Matt Chapman and played him at shortstop. He's like one of the best defensive third baseman in baseball. It's like, yeah, let's put him at short. Makes weren't no they sense.
2: involved in talks with Trevor Story to stick him in the outfield a in couple center
0: years field, ago? Yeah, in center field, the deadline they wanted the they wanted to throw him in center. It just makes no sense. I'm just like you know, and again, I I think this is again why you're seeing guys like Mania and you're seeing Brian Sabian come in because I do think there's there there's kind That's
1: of scout <laughs> guy Brian.
0: I think there's been a direct line that has gotten through, and nobody's been monitoring what people are hearing because. No normal organization is just saying, get any of these guys and throw them out of position. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. You see what the Blue Jays did. They got him. They put him at third. He had one of his best years in the major leagues. So it only makes sense to put guys where they belong. And, and you know, I can't well, do that with.
2: We heard this uh, with the Joey Gallatin. The Yankees don't believe in the human element. And they, they you know, this is what you do on a uh, major league baseball, the show where uh, you want, two guys that played third base and you just took one and put them at shortstop and it's a video game. So what the hell is it really going to matter? It's not going to, it's not going to affect the way the game is played really for the most part. It's so the that's process. what they, you know, it's the process. I'm going to exactly. make a
0: t-shirt. Like, you know, like the uh, Steve jobs picture when he's like holding his chin and it's all black behind him. Yeah. I'm going to do one of that with Brian cash. <laughs> and have good. the process. <laughs> like, uh what was it? Um, like a murder ink type, uh, style. Perfect. Not Death row. Death row
2: style. Yeah, I, I got what you mean. So uh, we wrap up here. We want to thank everybody that's joined us in the chat tonight. If you haven't already, please like this video and subscribe to NYY News TV. Uh, we're getting we're getting pretty close to 15k, right, Pete? Yep. I would say closing in. Yeah,
0: closing Let's in get only, there. Let's
2: okay. get there before opening day, huh? I think that should be a, a goal that we should smash by opening day to get this channel over 15,000 subscribers uh also if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review and pete since it's your baby bro i'll let you i'll let you just speak on it the event coming up on april
0: 1st yes 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 so we, we did get an increase in tickets so there are still tickets available so guys if you have not got your ticket yet if you're in the proximity of new york uh there is the link right there now in the chat uh go check it out man i mean you got the we got the whole little suite up there, uh, five-star dining, an hour and a half before game time. All you can eat, All the, all the not ballpark food. It's like steak, uh, pasta, chicken, yeah. desserts, all that stuff, up until after the seventh inning. So it's going to be awesome, man. We got a lot of fun stuff planned. We're giving away MLB The Show, the Derek Jeter edition, the whole collection, two of them. Shit. Not one, but two in a raffle style. Okay, two, at the event. okay. Two, remember not two one. is bigger than one. Okay. So one, then comes two.
3: And then after two? Is, three. It's three, okay. True, okay. correct.
0: So we're having an amazing time. Anthony Medina, happy birthday, my friend. Happy one of the birthday, great Happy birthday, bro. Thank you to everybody who News the Super
2: TV. Chat today. We don't say that often enough on this show, at least. But thank you to everybody who supports the show that way. Um, we're looking forward to seeing everybody out there on April 1st. We yeah, sold it's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be awesome, man that we had to you know Pete I had to go back and ask the Yankees for more tickets that's how awesome you guys are that we sold out the initial run here so very oh, much look
0: real quick one more thing too remember guys uh, we're doing April 1st but if you're in New York if you're in the area April 2nd we're doing game season live live at Gramercy Alehouse in downtown Manhattan there's no cost to get in come by and hang out with us we'll call on the game live It will also be on YouTube like it normally is but if you want to come by, have a few drinks with us, have some food, relax. There's a chef there. The guy's awesome, from what I hear. So he's doing some special little drinks, I believe, too, like Yankee player drinks specials for that day. Yeah. So it's gonna be an awesome week end, week end. There we go.
1: Yeah. Hell
2: yeah, planning some big things here, man. This is this is where you want to be. This is the this is uh, where you're gonna get it. Uh, where you're gonna get. It. Damn. <laughs> you're Ooh, gonna, get it, here. That's you're new gonna tagline. get it here forget, forget it. real talk for the real <laughs> fan right.
0: nyy news tv you're gonna get it
2: <laughs> that's a new t-shirt last that's year was it. real talk <laughs> for the real fan that was her tagline last year this year it's you're gonna get
0: you're it
2: you're gonna get it <laughs> uh, i've been like saying man you know what if you want sterile you know fucking bullshit and sit there and everything's great and you know everybody's hunky dory hey that There's plenty of podcasts out there for you, but if you want how it's how you want it raw, you want it real. NYY News TV is (laughs) raw.
1: Hell yeah! (laughs) Just keep dropping
2: them. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it raw. (laughs) There you go. So we want to thank everybody for the continued support of NYYST and the uh, NYY News TV. Thank you for listening and watching episode three nineteen. Maybe you'll get it raw after we're done signing off.
3: I, only, I can okay, only wish that okay, for everybody. Okay, uh, I like I like it <laughs> well done. Okay,
2: <laughs> don't overcook your steak, son. Okay. <laughs> oh, Peter, I want to Thank okay. you for, for uh, joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, so, uh, of course, man. Hopefully, uh, everything's well with Chris. A uh, little, little uh, typhoid fever running through he's the house. Yeah, sicky. Okay. he's a little yeah, sick. feel better. Uh-huh. Feel better yeah, I hope everybody there. feels better over there. Uh, again uh, okay that's it goodbye okay, um, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm throwing it. see you know what I'm such a creature of habit you know yeah, Chris yeah, is not right. here so okay so uh, again here we go let's rewind it alright thank you for watching and listening to episode 319 of the NYYST podcast SGR go Yanks Pete adios
0: there it is I not
2: take
1: no loss. I don't need no
2: my time, think it's my year, yeah, yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my year, yeah, yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my year, ready, used to hold myself back, myself a sting damn I got to keep on chugging, ran through everything in front of me, my smoke batting heavy, got a whole agenda, can't aspire to get ahead, so bump that, it's no surrender, got a dollar flip through, I'm trying to get it an FT to get